warning. What you are about to hear is a really loud Catholic dude. After all, he ain't called the Forte Catholic for nothing. So relax your grip on the steering wheel. Pull your headphones away ever so slightly. Secure any loose articles and muffle Junior's ears because it's time to make Catholicism fun again on the Forte Catholic Show with Taylor Schroll on Red Sea Catholic Radio. fatter than I was last <laughs> week. We are back from Thanksgiving, and here I am supposed to be preparing the way for Jesus in my life, and we're preparing for little baby Jesus. How, how, Allison Sullivan's here, co-host. Hi. You know her. You love her. I'm only five and a p- half pounds heavier. How many pounds do you think the baby Jesus was when baby <laughs> Jesus was born? Obviously eight and a half. Eight and a half pounds. So I am preparing for Jesus to come into my heart. Like I prepared the eight and a half pounds to come into my belly. That's clever what you just did there. Thank you. I, I appreciate you seeing it coming yeah. and playing along. Yeah. Because if you would have said Jesus was five, five and a half and pounds, a half. I would have had so many more questions about like the medical technology <laughs> available at the time. And I mean, I know he's God, but he's also a baby. I know better than to make myself the hero on your show, Taylor. <laughs> no one's the hero on my show. We're all <laughs> losers here. Welcome to Forte Catholic as I am recording this. We are in the Forte Catholic Phenomenal Studios here. Yeah, we are. Still unfinished. Oh, I I think it should stay this way. I, I think it feels very finished. Wait, you think this is done? I feel right at home. Nothing has changed and you were here a month ago and you made fun of the whole thing. I did? Yeah. Well, I'm just used to it. You've worn me down. <laughs> <laughs> I've trained you so well that yeah. you also don't remember all the mean things you say. That's exactly how I live my life. Well, I'm glad that it can slip away. Well, good. Because I don't mean any of it, Taylor. You know I love you. That kind of leads into our conversation today. Okay. I've been very, very, very busy this semester. It's been really Yes, you have. You've had a crazy last couple of weeks. Is it months even? Yeah. I mean, since August, my life has just been go, 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 go. So I finally got some time to relax this Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it had pluses and minuses. Okay. But before we get into my Thanksgiving, we have to talk about yours. Because I actually don't know. Like, we're like real life friends. Real life friends. It's like... This is not just for show. <laughs> we actually like Most one another. Most of my friends are for show, but Allison's, <laughs> Allison's not. But like, it's like a family week. So like, we just don't bother each other. Sure. I like waited like till the last minute to ask if you could come to that. I didn't want to bother you during your yeah. family time. Yeah. But you sent me the most Allison Sullivan text of all time. I, I was texting there, I, you. I don't know where this is going. Okay. So I was texting you. I was like, hey, are you available Monday to record for the yeah, show? Yeah. And you were like, I think this isn't the, the text that defined you. It was just, just a re- normal text. Yeah. I think I'm available. I'm, in the middle, I'm, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I'm not at home. I'll check my calendar. So I text you like Sunday afternoon thinking like, oh, she's back now. Sure. And you responded, I'm still in the middle of nowhere. It's probably fine. And that <laughs> text defines my entire relationship with you. It's I probably fine. I don't know where I am, where I'm going, but it's probably fine. Well, it's probably fine. I, because you know what? I'm an optimist. I really am. I mean, it's probably fine as my parenting philosophy. It's probably fine as my calendar philosophy. Because what was happening, Taylor, is that I was in the middle of nowhere. And I did not. I still use a paper calendar. So go ahead and make fun of me now. Like, I feel like you should have a, not emoji, but a voice, like a sound effect for that. Yes, like I'll I'm in, old. I'll insert okay. an emoji into the radio show. <laughs> Shush it. <laughs> okay, but I have a paper calendar and it was not 
on my person as you're texting me. So I'm like, it's probably fine. I'll be there. Probably. So wait, 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 wait. Okay. I know that old people have paper calendars. Yeah. But I like to see it before me. I like to lay it out. But that I've n- never realized that you are as old enough of a person to not have like the paper and the computer one, like the one in your phone match up. No, I don't have that. So like you don't use the calendar in your phone? I don't. This explains I need to touch it. All you can touch your phone. This explains <laughs> not well enough, all, okay? This explains all <laughs> of like Anytime I've ever been frustrated with you, oh, it all makes sense now. Yay! You're just too old. <laughs> well, duh. I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation a million times over. I want to hear about all the times you're frustrated with me. That's what I want to know. It's usually around scheduling things. Okay, I'm sorry. And that's, it all makes sense now. Ask me right now if I'm available at a certain time or date to, to, to hang out with you. I'd like to know what you're doing at 3.15 on Thursday. 3.15 on Thursday. I'm free, I'm sure. We can hang out. Okay. You ready? Yeah, come you on You want to lock it in? We'll have I a can lock it in. margarita. But apparently I'll have to text you to tell you to put it on your paper calendar to yeah. make it well, actually happen. Listen, there are these indicators that I'm significantly older than you and having a paper calendar is like the least offensive one to me. So I'm fine with it. I think it's the most. I think having a paper <laughs> calendar and not having it in that thousand dollar phone in your hand <laughs> is the dumbest thing I've ever heard you do. Well, you know, I'm still mad at you because you made the, it rec- have to recognize my face and it takes too long now. It doesn't take too long. You you were the old person that didn't realize. Okay, here's what happened with iPhones. They had a four number passcode. It was the only option. I just got bored. And then they made a six digit passcode. That was rude too. And then they made an eight digit passcode. And then they started using your finger. And then they started using your face. What you had, Allison, was still the eight digit passcode. You know how long that takes to type in eight digits? Well, I don't it know all, what was happening. My phone just at, opened, and it, now you make it made it have to recognize me. Oh, that was your problem. You had the eight-digit code, and then you said that was a problem, so I took it off, and you loved not having a password. You have 9,000 kids. Like People can steal all of your stuff. You just you I can, don't have any stuff. Right, because there's nothing in your calendar, so I guess <laughs> it's fine. I'll turn it off. You win this round, old lady. Jeez Louise. Okay, so you were in the middle of nowhere. Ish, ish. So what were you doing? Did y'all have a good time? I was in a town population 90. So So you and your family arrived, you doubled it. Right? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we af- right after Thanksgiving, we went to Round Top, Texas. Do you know Round Top? No. Okay, well they have a really famous antique festival. Uh, as famous as papered calendar. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> famous. This is all in theme, right? Okay, so it was my mom's 70th birthday, and so we took my mom how is your mom only five years older than you oh my gosh that's so rude what you just did right now (laughs) does she touche it's good that's a good one your mom uses her iphone calendar no okay anyways my mom has a flip phone thank you very much okay so do you know junk gypsy by any chance Yes, also very famous. Okay. They are. Oh, you just offended the junk gypsies, and I wouldn't do that if I were you. Well, so, if I listen. only offend people today who are named junk gypsies, <laughs> I think I'm doing pretty well for a normal day for me. Okay, well, listen. They're designers, and they're fabulous. They're so creative. They push all these creative edges, and they have a store in Round Top that's very famous, and now they have places where you can go stay. So they have a farmhouse that is decorated to the nines and we were in the middle of nowhere and there's antiques and there's Mexican food and there's Royer's cafe with very delicious pies. And we just spoiled my mom in this little 
heaven of, t- of a town. You just completely threw off my. You are building. You're a great author. You're a great wordsmith, and you built this beautiful picture of this town. Okay. And, and then what happened? All I did was which one of these is not like the other. In the middle of nowhere, these old gypsies. <laughs> that, and this is all still fitting. The 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 house. <laughs> yes. The the little the little. Um, cafe and then you said mexican like <laughs> mexican food what well, does that have to do with it, gypsies because it's all dive it's all these little dive places and and it, i would imagine that if you're not a tourist you walk in and everyone knows your name and the, these people style where we went to go stay it's mapless it's like it's old hollywood but then new york but then you know mexico desert it's like dust and diamonds i mean their style is just completely mapless boundaryless and they they it's kind of dust and diamonds you know like they combine these things that seemingly have nothing to do with each other and you walk in and you're just completely overwhelmed and if you weren't positive you were in heaven then they show up the next morning they knock on your door just tenderly knock on your door with a basket a, um, a bucket of hot biscuits okay i think you should call that a basket <laughs> i think that's it's, what that should be called it's a basket <laughs> <laughs> I love your brain most of the time when it's not insulting me. Um, so anyways, so it's just, it's biscuits and butter and, and, and creativity and goodness and all in round top. So check it out. I think the lesson of this story yeah. is that if you are stuck in a place in life, either physically, mentally, or spiritually, yeah, you get really creative and start telling yourself <laughs> that all of this is what you want. Like those gypsies <laughs> just started in Round Top. They're like, we're really bored because there's nothing to do here. Let's make this place New York and Tan- Tanzania oh. and Mexico City, and so we'll pretend it's-, it's that and trick old white women into paying a lot of money to come <laughs> stay here for our buskets. I feel like that's the moral <laughs> of the story. Okay, maybe that's fair. But they have bloomed where they are planted like no other. Everybody, go check out Junk, junk Gypsy. <laughs> By the way, at the Antique Festival, it's twice a year, and like very famous people are there. Matthew McConaughey is there. My friend saw Matthew McConaughey. Okay, you finally like, used the word famous correctly. The <laughs> f- you said the word famous multiple times today, and I was about to say, they have really famous people there, like George <laughs> Kittler. Like, like, what is Emmy George Lou Harris. No, but um, Matthew McConaughey was there. My friend saw him. She's like, hey, Matt. I mean, does he go by Matt? I don't know. She's like, hey, Matt, it's my birthday. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. And I kept on going. Did no, he really? No. That's that would have been amazing. I know, right? No, he didn't say that. He Wait, just... do you realize the joke you just made? Oh my gosh. That 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 actually hurt. <laughs> that actually did hurt a little. I, um, I want to give everyone a you're picture. You're kind of on a roll today, Taylor. Allison is sitting in a corner. Maybe it's those eight and a half pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm fatter and therefore funnier. Uh, you're in a corner and every time I make fun of you, you somehow get more into the corner. Like you're trying to get away from me. Mm, it's great. No, bring it. All right. That's well, what I say. That's I, what I say. I'm glad you enjoyed the strangest Thanksgiving I think I've ever heard about. <laughs> you wish you were there. I know it. I know you do. Um, I was. I went home to where I grew up, Lake Jackson, Texas. Very famous. Very, <laughs> very, famous. very, very famous. We were it's once, Taylor Schroll's hometown. We were once on the 11th Wikipedia. page of the New York Times because they found a full mammoth 
right next to my high school. Really? We watched them es- excavate it. Well, that is very interesting. Very famous. You've never heard of it till just now. That's my point. Okay. As we said at the beginning, it's been a very busy semester for me. Yeah. To the point that I didn't even realize. Like my mom, I went home. My mom's like, how are you doing? And I'm are like- Are you okay? I'm fine. I really- like Because I've, I've been in modes like this before, like semesters that are really busy with yeah. ministry stuff, stuff with, with traveling and the family, yeah. and those should probably be in a different order. But you know what? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the order that gives me stress, I guess. She's like, how are you doing this? And I'm like, I'm just, just doing it. I'm just doing it. Yeah. Because I have to. Like, it's, it's there's nothing I can do right. about the situation. I just got to do it. So as everyone heard last week's show, everybody enjoyed last week's show because I was very grumpy and everybody loves it when I'm grumpy. Yeah, I do too. And <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Most of the time it's because of you, but whatever. <laughs> um, I went home and I finally got to rest. I got more days off last week yeah. than I did all semester. Like from August yeah. until last week, I had more days off last week. So... The first two days, like I was just grump, like I was just like grumpy but content. Yeah. Like I didn't want to talk to people. Yeah. But I was enjoying like the solitude. Yeah. Like I just like sat there and like I I read. Like when I say read, I don't read. I pay people to read to me. To read to you. Right. With Audible. Right. That's, a, that's okay. The By the way, there's significant science that says it's the same. It does like the same thing to your brain. So. I mean, I'm brilliant. I mean, you so don't care. Obviously. <laughs> I actually think it's better. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, read two books. I beat a video oh, game. Almost That's beat great. another video. Like, I'm just, just some great times of, of just, like, relaxing. But I was really grumpy and kind of decompressed. And then, like, the two days in the middle, yeah. I was really happy. And that was, like, Thanksgiving Day and the sure. day after. Festive. Very, very happy. Like, Lots even of though food. It was relaxing. We ate a lot of food, eight and a half pounds worth. And... Just relaxing. I just got to see my best friend. We got to play Pokemon Go, like with the family. We met up with our friends. Like it was just, it was just good. And then the last two days of the break, yeah, I was just, I was just exhausted. I was finally getting the sleep I needed, right? And like the busyness finally hit me. Yes. And this always happens, and I don't understand why. So what I need from you, yeah, is your old woman says wisdom, yeah, for why this happens. Yeah. Why? Why did I go from? I, I get why I was grumpy and tired. Yeah. And then I kind of get why I was rested. Yeah. Why did I go backwards by doing the same thing? I, I, I'm so glad you asked, by the way, because I, I do have a hypothesis. Actually, I have two. Um, the first one is that I think that it is completely legitimate to um, indulge and probably eat things that you're not used to eating. You probably consumed a lot of carbs and sugar when maybe you have been being a little more mindful about that. And you probably let all kinds of guards down. And I think that what we consume completely affects our mood. So I think that there's probably a physiological component. But then I think there's probably an emotional component, too, where you're like, I have to get back at it. You know, so there's a little bit of dread to, gosh, this was really nice. And here we go again. That makes sense. You know, want to want to know why your first theory makes the most sense? Why? I've never enjoyed sweet potatoes. Oh, they're so I've good. Never enjoyed them. I've okay. always hated them. Yeah. And then about five years ago, I had one experience with sweet potatoes that I enjoyed. Somebody like candied them and then sure. wrapped them in bacon. Ooh. So like again, this this didn't say that I liked. Sweet potatoes. This was just confirmation of my theory that anything wrapped in bacon, in bacon I will enjoy. Is, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so then I didn't eat them again. And then this weekend, 
or this week for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I ate sweet potatoes. I think the sweet potatoes are the reason that I got grumpy. Well, okay. I mean, I, I like... I don't know why you think that that's what I said because that's not what I said. You said that I was consuming things that I didn't usually consume and it's because of the sweet potatoes. You just pinned this all on a yam. I did. (laughs) Yam them. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because I know the end is is in sight because now I'm back to work. A race is always hardest to finish when the end is in sight. Always. That would have been good to hear if I would have ran the turkey trot with everyone else in my family. <laughs> I stayed home and watched the kids because I'm a good person. Oh, wow. But really, you're like, yes. Oh, who's the best? I just. Put- I kind of lived in fear of marrying into a family that was going to run turkey trots on Thanksgiving. And your husband was afraid to marry into a family that went to Round Top <laughs> for Thanksgiving. So that's, Here that's we are. what we got there. Um, but yeah, it, it's. I know it's almost done. It's almost done. Yeah. The race is almost finished. I have two and a half weeks left to work. Two and work. a half weeks. That's I it. I love Taylor, my job. you can do anything for two and a half weeks. You could stand on your head for two and a half weeks. No, I couldn't. Yes, you could. But thanks I for trying. I believe in you. I don't believe in me like you believe in me. And I think one of us is right. And I will always side with myself on that one. <laughs> I will always side with myself. But um, I'm going to come back and I'm going to do the interview without you. I'm going to kick you out of the room. <sighs> I'm just kidding. We're, I'm recording the interview tomorrow because of our schedule. Um, Stacy Summer is going to kind of be on the show. I love <laughs> Stacy. We finally met in person a couple weeks ago at NCYC. She's going to come on. She went viral. Hundreds of thousands of people saw this thing that she posted the other day. We're going to be talking about that. Do not go anywhere um, except for you, Allison. You need to go hide somewhere. <laughs> For a good, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes while I talk to Stacy. Spidey, save me. <laughs> I like how you're coming full circle. Usually that's my job, but you're doing it today. Uh, Allison, we're just going to record the third segment. We're going to talk about Frozen 2. But first, I'm going to talk to Stacy. I'll be right back. Allison, you have to explain something to me. What? You like speak for a living. You're on my podcast. You do your podcast. And yet when we do these commercials, you're like super like you don't want to do them. I don't, I don't want to do them. Why not? You spring them on me. I like to be prepared. Like, I'm a perfectionist, Taylor. You- and you just you like all this improvisational stuff. I'm not a naturally funny person. Okay. Well, that's what Patreon is for. Patreon.com slash Fort Catholic. It's all the content, like in the normal show, where you're not prepared. And right, where yes. It's where saying. you put all of my bloopers. And you have a lot. I know. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Fort Catholic. You can help support the show. You also get behind-the-scenes content from every episode. Bloopers, bonus content, like behind-the-scenes with our guests, our co-hosts, and Allison being angry at me. Yes. Go Lots of eye-rolling. You can't hear that, but whatever. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Forte When I do it, you can. <laughs> Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I dropped Allison Sullivan, added Stacy Summero. You're back on the show, Stacy. Welcome back. Hi, I am so excited to have the distinction of being one of your returning guests now, Taylor. I usually don't enjoy enjoy my guests and don't have them back, but um, this time <laughs> I made I made a <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. My my guests are great. The co-hosts, on the other hand, are a little different. But Burn. I do think this is hilarious. So your 
a musician. We know that you sing, and you sing all pretty, and you dance all crazy. Um, that should be your description. <laughs> I sing pretty and dance crazy. Actually, um, that's pretty brilliant. I like that. Yeah, if you go to my Instagram account, you'll see quite a bit of shenanigans. It's quite fun. So how do people spell your name to find you on the old Instagrams? Oh, such a great question. Okay. S-U-M-E-R-E-A-U. Okay. So this is really tricky. It's a lot of vowels. It really is. And I've been super impressed with myself, which happens um, very often, to be honest, um, (laughs) with how well that I've been able to spell your name. I've never once spelled it wrong. Are you serious? Yeah. No, I've never once spelled it wrong because I'm amazing. Um, Uh, Yeah. When I met my husband on Catholic Match, um, I spelled his name wrong. Wait, really? I'm excited yeah. to hear this. We'll we'll get into that in a second. We'll get into that in a second because it, it it's uh it's going to connect. I would guess to uh, what we're talking about because you went viral on the internet because of your marriage or something. But uh, first, we have a few very important things to get through. A few things yes. that I've been looking forward to talking to you about. So um, we scheduled this. I told the people that this is this is a day in the future, but they're hearing it tomorrow. It's all very confusing. I'm in the future from what I recorded earlier, but you're listening to this as we record in the past. Um, t- t- and, and you've been incepted Forte Catholic style, but, uh, we were recording. I just got home from school and there's All a right. song that came out, um, uh, back when we were young mm-hmm. that involved Stacy and school. Do you remember this song? I'm sure you've uh, heard it and hate this. Stacy's mom. Yes. Oh, Oh, oh my gosh. Wait, I have a story about that song. Do you oh, want to hear it? I do want to hear it, actually. I thought okay. you would be very upset by this, and you're just rolling with it. Oh, no. It's, I, I People sing this song to me all the dang time. Um, the boys used to sing it to my mom, and I was always really upset. I was like, <laughs> why don't you like me? But um, so Stacy's mom, so I was the president of the acapella group in college. Of course you were. Of course Of were. course I was. Are we surprised? And so I was a junior in college. My mom was actually pregnant with her eighth child. So my brother, Dan, was born my junior year of college. We're 20 years apart. And so on the night she went into labor was our opening acapella group concert. And on our playlist happened to be Stacy's mom. <laughs> and so my friend Bobby Kilner, who is now Father Bob Kilner, uh, was the soloist. And he got on the mic and he was like, hey, guys, Stacy's mom really does have it going on. <laughs> She's in labor with her eighth child tonight. So... Dan was born and the world has never been the same. Oh my goodness. What a story. Yeah. A priest singing Stacy's mom. That's what we need in today's church. Yeah. <laughs> He's but, the most wonderful person, Taylor. He really I am, but that's beside the point. Oh, um, that's true. Sorry. I, well, obviously I meant second only to you. Obviously. Naturally. I mean, yeah, it was you just did, understood. You just, you did uh, carry a box for me at NCYC. I did. And you were a gentleman. I was, I, I was, but what I haven't told you until now is boy did I regret that. That was a very heavy box. It was a, that was stupid heavy. It, it was there one of those no things dollies. that like I, I both I both regretted it and I was very happy because like mm-hmm. I know like there you're a strong woman, but there's like there's no yeah. way. Like I don't know how you would have gotten it out there. I don't know. My understand. arms are toothpicks. <laughs> like I can carry two babies, but that box was no match. I was no match for that box, and that we were all loading out. So here we met at NCYC. We were going to talk right. about that. Right. Yeah, you're very tall. You're very strong. You carried that box on your head, and I was extremely grateful. Please keep going. Please, please. (laughs) (laughs) You are very tall. You're very tall. Uh, You're taller than I thought you were going to be, which is always kind of nice. Like to have, I must be really nice to have that commanding presence. It is. I I feel very strong. But most people, when they see me, they're like, "You're a lot fatter than we thought." So I'm glad that (laughs) I'm glad this was your. 
I was big in the other direction. Uh, okay, we've got to get back to Stacy's mom, though. That's the whole point of why I brought you right. on the show. Because right. the irony is I just finished being the campus minister at school. I left early to come hang out with you. And the yes. first words of that song is, Stacy, can I come over after school? I didn't come over to your house, but I came over to this Zoom meeting oh. after school to talk to you in the middle of winter. Your last name is summer Oh. And mm-hmm. here we are in winter in Texas where it is always summer. It all connects, and that's why we're here. Okay, so we met at NCYC. I was fatter than you thought. I carried a box for you. My arms are still sore. Uh, but this was th- th- we finally met in person. I was really excited. Yeah. Uh, you kept complaining about how you look, and you look like a model, and you like sang on Broadway and stuff, and you're like, I look terrible. And I was like, Stacy, I look like me all the time. Like, stop saying this. It's offensive. <laughs> This is, I, I don't know, I guess there's no expectation for men to wear makeup, but I lost all of my makeup in the Locust Oil Stadium in, Indian, in Indianapolis. And um, you're very kind to say everything you said. Actually, I'm really appreciative that you were like, stop it, you look great. Because I was like, okay, I'm just going <laughs> to stop complaining. Because it's weird when you're a woman and you're at a conference and you're appear, trying to appear professional and you're meeting literally hundreds of people without any makeup on your face. Not that I wear a lot, but just a little bit. But you know what? It was a good experience. It was kind of refreshing. So now I know how you feel all the time. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) To be fair, to be fair, I understand a bit where you were coming from. Now, I (laughs) I never have looked as nice as any woman, to be honest. But um, (laughs) I I was I I needed to shave my head and I didn't have time to do it before I left. So the first day of NCYC, we traveled. We got there. It was so busy. I just wore my hat the entire time because I look. I look my age when I wear a hat. I look 30 years old. Take off the hat, 47. Put on the hat, 30. Take off the hat, 47. So I brought my razor and shaved like in my hotel bathroom. I shaved my head so that I wouldn't look like a loser for the rest of the conference. So I, I get it. I get it. Um, you could have asked me. I would have let you use my foundation if you would have asked, but you didn't ask. Oh my gosh. Me, so. You're so sweet. I should have asked you. We're about the same color. I think we'd wear the same shade. We're about the same color. No one's ever said that to me in my entire life. That's awesome. First time for everything. So, okay. So this was your first experience. Like we met at this conference. I'm always at these conferences. I've never seen you there. This was your first time. Like, yeah. You had like a Stacey Summero booth and you, yeah. you're called in caffeinated podcasts and you did all the I things. Did. How was it? It was amazing. Thank you for asking. Yeah, it was great. You know, what was probably stood out to me the most was that I feel like a part of a community this time around with the booth because I'd have people coming by and I've interviewed them for my podcast and, you know, and we got to actually meet in person such as yourself and Jackie Francois and, you know, and I got to connect with people who I now, I I really felt like part of this community of speakers, which is really wonderful. And yeah, you know, I just, I think about this often. I'm like, you know what, there's all these amazing people who are working for the kingdom and this is just the beginning of the party that goes all the way into eternity. So I'm like, this isn't going to be, you know, this life is just the beginning of us knowing each other, hopefully into eternity. So that, that was really, really cool for me. Um, the booth did great. Um, one other humbling thing besides forgetting my makeup or losing my makeup was that I actually spelled the word caffeinated on my sign wrong. <laughs> did you, I was so tired when I made that sign. I did not have enough caffeine. And so I spelled it caffeinated and then a really nice seminarian pointed it out. But you know what I thought? Here's what I thought, Taylor was that it's not, if there are two guys named Nate out there and they wanted to, they liked coffee and they wanted to start a podcast, I figured that would be a really good name, the Caffeinate Nated Podcast. 
So, so what I like free idea for you all. I don't I don't know how to spell cat like the I before E thing. Like, that's what I thought no. you were gonna mess up. Like no, I was I, I was about I, to like comfort you and be like, if it said caffeinated EI or IE, I don't even know which one's right. I just would have assumed, oh, Stacy knew what she was doing. I didn't no, see was, the Nate Nated thing. It I, was bad. Yeah, that's rough. That's it rough. was really bad. I was so tired when I when I made that sign. But anyway, you know what though? That sign had one job, which is to just get people to look at my booth for five seconds. So fortunately nobody noticed as far as I know until the last day <laughs> or just nobody pointed it out to me. So what's, it was all good. what's great is from your like Broadway background, like like the, the whole, the whole uh, like booth area is just a circus, right? And yeah. all, all of the booths are just circus attractions. And like yeah. you used mm-hmm. to be the opera singer and you were like the main attraction. And this time you were more like, oh, let's go talk to this weird lady that doesn't know how to spell the name of her own show. She must be strange. Let's talk to her. And it worked. It worked. I'm proud of you for making that transition from Thank talented you, to clown because I've yeah. only been the clown my entire life. Welcome to the family. <laughs> you know what? Like I said, it's a community. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> We're a, a, a community of clowns here in the Catholic <laughs> speaking and podcasting world. Okay. Speaking of, of the Catholic world, you took it by storm yeah. like two weeks ago. It was like right around oh. the time of the conference. You went viral uh, right around the yeah. time that I was viral and got sick and it was very sad. Meanwhile, you were going <laughs> viral on the internet and yeah. like I was sick and very busy so I didn't actually like see what was going on. I like you, okay. you sent me an email. I tried to find it and I could, what happened? I don't understand what happened. Okay. Here's what happened. So, um, I'll tell you about the post first and then I'll tell you the backstory because the backstory is pretty cool. So the cool. post was something I published on Thursday. I want to say it was like November 14th or something. And I just posted three pictures of a little moment from our wedding reception where my husband surprised me. We had not, we, we just decided we weren't going to do a garter toss. We both felt a little uncomfortable about it. And so they are super uh, strange. I just watched a comedian, to, a female comedian talk about it. And it was so funny. So funny. Yeah. Did you and your wife do one? She didn't. I don't remember. Honey, okay. Sam, <laughs> I think she's outside. We'll find out. I don't remember. I remember she had okay. one. Let's stop yeah. this conversation. You keep going. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just shroud that in mystery, that whole area. But we just weren't going to do one. And so instead, John surprised me by actually bringing out a bowl of water and washing my feet. And a, a bowl of water and a pitcher, and he washed and dried my feet, which, of course, is the symbolic um, this is symbolic action representing what Christ did the night before he you know, died for the— Right before um, he married Mary Magdalene, right? Exactly. Yes. I'm so glad you're so theologically solid. This is a disclaimer. Everything Taylor just said was fake. Jesus didn't get married. It was a joke. If you're mad, I don't understand why you're listening to Forte Catholic. Please continue, Stacey. It's sad we live in a world where you have to make disclaimer. So this post went just really viral because it was, I think it was talking about sacrificial love. I think, I can't even remember. Sacrificial love, agape love, which of course is where you lay your life down for another person. Um, And it was just about how, you know, how wonderful it was that my husband would do that for me and how that um, when you put sacrificial love before you put um, Eros, which is kind of the, you know, attraction, attraction, sexual attraction or whatever. um, When you put agape first, then Eros will follow, which I have found to be true many times in my own life. So that went viral. We're up to 
I haven't even checked it in about a week, but over 17.3 million views as of last week. I love how nonchalant you are. There's no way you're nonchalant about this. You're like, I think it was November. I think I said this. I think it had 17 million. You know exactly what day it was. You know exactly what you said. And you know exactly how many people to the the ones have seen this. To the ones? I actually, no, Taylor, I don't. Shut up. (laughs) stop insulting me sometimes when i talk to you i feel like we're both in high school and i just sort of want to punch you but anyway maybe you are here's my theory and i hadn't thought about this until just now when you said it and i think it all makes sense you are the kind of girl i would have loved to talk to in high school but just the kind of girl that refused to talk to me so i think this is like me reliving something that should have happened 15 years ago so I'm not even like a real person to you. I'm like, I'm an archetype or something. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so anyway, out, out of this awkward conversation, let's get back to the love between <laughs> you and your husband, okay? So you, you have this viral po- Like, here's the thing. Here's what's crazy about it. Like, I knew it was about the, the washing of the yeah. feet, which like yeah. now, how long ago did y'all get married? Um, 2016. Okay. So it's been three and a half years. I thought that this was a thing people knew about, but I don't think people knew about it because I think that's a big part of the reason why it went viral. Okay. Okay. That, and that that makes sense because like, like I run in very Catholic circles um, mm-hmm. be- because uh, I don't think I'll get in on my own holiness. I think I'll get in based on the holiness of the people around me. And before people <laughs> argue about me, I've you, many of you have heard my theory about Noah and his sons and his, his sons' wives. They weren't oh. righteous. They just married into the right family and hung around the holy people. That's what I'm trying to do. So anyway, <laughs> so you like. A lot of people in my circle, it's been kind of a recent trend. So I think in 2016, it was still relatively kind of a new thing yeah. what people were doing. Or, but yeah, it is interesting, like why it went viral now. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it's interesting. I, I don't know if it was just the way that it was. It was kind of just very simply written and presented. And um, and I think our, I think it's trite to say it, but our culture is really hungry for that kind of love. And um, what made me really pleased and happy was that it made it really, really, really far outside of the Catholic bubble to the point where there were people commenting, um, saying, you know, this is the most hopeful thing I've ever seen on the internet. You know, this is not what you see every day. You know, older people saying, thank God that there's somebody starting out their marriage like this. Not that my husband and I are perfect. My husband's pretty He's pretty perfect, but, uh, but I definitely have a lot to work on, but you know, it's, it's, I'm it's mad at you that you just said essentially practically perfect and you're an opera singer and you didn't say he's practically perfect in every way. <laughs> you know, it was such an opportunity you missed. Perfect. That's my forte. Oh, look yeah, at you. you. Look at you. Freestyle wow. rapping and everything. <laughs> Freestyle rap. I'm pretty edgy in case you can't tell Taylor. So here's the thing. I think I just figured it out. I think I just figured out why it went viral. It's because everyone, all of us our entire life have just been inundated with marketing from Mattel about Barbie and Ken. And they finally got to see in real life Barbie and Ken on their wedding day (laughs) with Ken washing Barbie's feet. And and the whole thing came full circle so you we we only have like two minutes left you wanted to give some some backstory to this so give us the exclusive backstory okay here's the exclusive backstory it is that three days before i published this post my husband and i had a very long honest conversation about my commitments so i love 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 doing my ministry um and i feel called to write a book but um and i've been working on it but we were trying to figure out you know how much is too much where does it take place in our marriage, in our children's lives and so forth. And so we had to be really honest. It was a tough conversation. 
Um, and then he went and um, took the kids for me for a day and a half. We do a thing sometimes where he goes to my in-laws, takes the kids to Pennsylvania, or I take the kids to Pennsylvania for a day and a half. So yes, those things that married people do is called fights. That Those are fights. <laughs> okay, please continue. <laughs> there was no yelling, to be fair. Uh, but there was, you know, there's painful honesty. And during that time when he was up in, in PA, um, I actually recorded a podcast episode with Melissa Tablada, who you should know, she's a lovely person, about overcommitment. And, um, and I, it was really percolating in my brain. And I, as, uh, as with every other major life choice, um, I had to surrender everything to God. I had to come to the realization that my husband comes first, our marriage comes first, before any of my ministry or any of my projects or work passions, whatever. He came back from, um, you know, from Pennsylvania. And I told him, I just, I really want you to feel comfortable more than anything. I really want you to feel, um, loved and, and wanted and so forth. I want to prioritize our marriage. And then the next day with all of this stuff percolating in my brain was when I posted that. And then of course it, it it's not, it, first I have to surrender, I have to be willing to let go of whatever it is that I want. And then God's going to do something crazy with it. And that's been the case with every single decision of my life is surrender first. And then God will, you know, God doesn't always make, you know, something like that specifically happen, but there's been so many times when there's been like fireworks and it's just insane. Um, I mean, church pop picked up the article, WTN, national Catholic register, Alitia in, in Italian. Um, and it's just, yeah, it, it, it really was humbling. It was humbling for me because I had just been in this place myself of really wanting something that was taking priority over my marriage. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those funny things where I'm like, okay, we're now the face of agape love, or at least my husband is <laughs> 17 point three million young ladies. There were a lot of heart emojis on the, uh, <laughs> on the, the, uh, post. In fact, my husband was like, uh, did anyone use the word chiseled features? <laughs> very, I was like, I, I'm going to go comment and be like, you look very Ken like buddy. So here, <laughs> here, here's the lesson I'm taking out of this. My wife yeah. and I need to get in a fight. She needs to leave me for a day and a half, take my children in a threatening manner. And then I need to post <laughs> and then I'll finally go viral. So that's what I've learned out of this. Uh, everybody needs to go, uh, follow, uh, at Stacy on Instagram uh, and the called and caffeinate, nate, 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 nated podcast. Uh, enjoy it. Stacey, th thank you so much uh, for sharing your time with us. I appreciate you coming on. It's been a pleasure, Taylor. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And I will be right back with Allison Sullivan. Don't go anywhere. Allison, if I say turn it to 11, do you know what movie I'm referencing? No. I think it's Pulp Fiction. Oh. I'm not quite sure. I've never seen it. But it's a thing that people say. And that's the reason why I decided that uh, ForteCatholic.com slash beard, the discount is 11%. Okay. Not 10. Everybody else's is 10. I have the highest percentage off of everybody. Because, 11. Because I'm smart. <laughs> and I was like, smart. You are were, smart. Oh, that's all I ever wanted. We could stop recording. I just wanted that recorded somewhere. Fortagathic.com slash beard. You can get 11% off your next order. I just ordered my new order of, of Catholic Balm for my beard because I needed more. And I just got it like trimmed down and I wanted it to continue to look pretty and, for, and to smell good so my wife will still love me. So if you too want your wife to still love you, or if you're a woman and want to smell nice as well. Yeah, no, like, this is for like intentional beards, not accidental ones. No, it's for all beards. All <laughs> are welcome. All are welcome. All are welcome on this face. Okay, I had to finish that. I had the joke and it kept going. Uh, but if you're a woman like yourself, you can, you can get lip balm. You can get like hand lotion. You too can smell like a pretty person. I do have the occasional stray hair. <laughs> It'll work. It'll work. <laughs> I, 
on your arm? Like, I don't know what we're talking about. No, that's the accidental beard. Oh, the where you're like, beard. husband, tell me these oh. things. Oh, well, I'm not your husband, but I'll be sure to tell you <laughs> if I ever see it. ForteCatholic.com slash beard. TMI. Forte Catholic. I am the Forte Catholic. And if we had to use a musical notation to describe Allison, I think we would say, oh man, smooth with fervor. All right. Sometimes you get like, like at the beginning of like how to play a song, Uh it'll say at the top, like extravagant with passion. So smooth. I didn't know that. Yeah, smooth with fervor. I like it. You're welcome. I, I need that like cross stitched somewhere, <laughs> tattooed, perhaps. <laughs> What's great is you <laughs> actually have a tattoo, and that's what I thought you were gonna say. But I have gotten in your head so much making fun of you as an old woman all day that you said cross stitched. Yeah. And it's that's probably in yeah. your mind because you went to old lady heaven. Yeah. In round top. For I'm just gonna cross stitch and drink gin. And other things old ladies do. Well, I'm very proud of you. So one thing that old ladies do not do is yeah. have children. Oh, and you have well. children. So maybe you're not as old as me, I'm, I'm putting it. <laughs> I do have a lot of those. You do have a lot. How many do you have? I have five. I always think you have more than that. I know. I feel like you haven't done well enough. Maybe it's, I, well, yeah. Well, that's where we're pregnant? stopping. Stop that right now. <laughs> <laughs> the no. kids do keep pestering me. I'm like, that'll do you five. Uh, all I, I'm actually interested in this now. Are all of them pestering you about this? Who wants another sibling? The big four. The big four are pestering me. Okay. They all do. It would be funnier if it was like just the oldest. It's like you obviously peaked with me and yeah. the rest of them weren't as good. So you need to make another one so, like me. That's how I feel have as, another go. as the oldest child. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really not that there's five. It's that there's five in five years. So my oldest is 10 and my youngest is five. I have two five-year-olds. Thank you very much. I do not. I'm not complaining, by the way. We, we have a happy house. I don't, I don't mind a loud, exciting house. I really just can't be pregnant again. It's really about that. <laughs> Retired. Retired. <laughs> uh, we might need to discuss can't or won't after this, but you know, whatever. Um, so you love most of your kids. I love most of my kids. Uh, yeah. there, was, there was a big movie that came out this last week. Ah, Yes, Did I already you, know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Frozen. No. What? I was talking about, dang it, I can't think of another <laughs> movie that didn't come Ford out. Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus <laughs> Ferrari. You beat me on a pop culture reference proving, once again, you're not 65 years old. <laughs> Only 60 now. Okay, so um, Frozen 2 came out. Yeah, it did. And I tell, has it been the same in your house as it has been here? Here, my kids have been... Every time they saw a trailer for the last six months, uh-huh. they thought that that meant the movie was on. Here like we go. House, here we go. Like it's Get here. the popcorn, Everybody people. shut up. And then we all got there and the 30-second yeah. commercial was over. Sure. Um, they like didn't understand it was coming in the future. Like, What was it like in your house with the Frozen 2 mania? So so he- here's, here's what happened in our house. Frozen 1 came out when my little girl was three or four or some perfect age to enjoy it. And so she sat in my lap for frozen one while I was pregnant with her baby sister. So in the meantime, my oldest has probably gotten a little too old to go 
you know, darting to the TV, you know, expectant and hopeful. And I just then, want everyone to know that as you said darting, you like ran in place very quickly. Yeah, it was I, awesome. I gesture a lot, actually. That that ends up coming a lot, um, coming up a lot on your show is all my wild gesticulating. Is that a word? Right. Doesn't I, I sound don't right. think it doesn't sound appropriate at all. I don't know what it means, <laughs> but I'm just going to assume we shouldn't say it. And now you're like clawing like a large mama yeah. bear. Okay. But, and then my youngest did not enjoy Frozen 1 to its fullest because she was t So we have a little bit of an in-between. You see what I'm saying? So Frozen 1 was not, qu- or I'm sorry, Frozen 2 has not been quite the hype that Frozen 1 was. I think that is fair in total i I think frozen like that song the song that we're not going to sing because it'll be stuck in everybody's head and everyone will hate me more than they already it's already done taylor you already it already happened do you want to build a let it (laughs) (laughs) okay so my kids loved frozen yes and it was like i work in youth ministry like frozen six years ago was like the thing sure we watched it on the way to summer camp that year like which makes no sense (laughs) well it's like if you're olaf it does yeah, exactly. It's like here's here's this movie about beautiful Christmases and making ice. Right. Let's go hang out in the 115 degree weather outside right. all week in 100% humidity, yeah. kids. My kids loved it. They were super excited about it. And we went and saw it and like I don't think it lived up to the hype. I don't think it lived up to the Frozen 1 hype. Oh, no. I it gets a big fat meh from me. Total meh. But can I can I tell you? I do we have a second to talk about Frozen One because I mean the the frenzy was, is real. Like we the, have we have twelve minutes way. actually. Frozen frenzy, Frozen One frenzy is completely well deserved, and there's a lot of reasons for that. First of all, Anna and Elsa are precious. By the way, I try to cut bangs every time I I see it, and I'm like, okay, they're a cartoon. Their bangs were drawn by someone. Do not cut bangs, Allison. Okay, so they're just, they're precious people. I wish God would draw me some hair. (laughs) And then, okay, so their relationship, their characters are perfect. Olaf is adorable. The music was fantastic. And there was also this divine message. I don't know if if I was, you know, the only person. I think the divine message was... Uh, let it go, give it to God, because that's all I can think about whenever I see <laughs> no, that No, no, you have Elsa, who was given this gift, really, it's a gift, but when you kind of mess with magic, you know, like, uh, that, can, that can be a bad thing, a lot of times our gifts can kind of be our greatest you heard weaknesses, it here first. too. Messing with magic <laughs> could be a bad thing. It's the... Catholic Church's stance, according to Allison Sullivan. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but a lot of times our gifts can lead to some of our greatest weaknesses, you know? And so she has this gift and she's trying to manage it, you know? She's like, you know, only certain rooms, only certain people, you know, she always has to wear the gloves. And so she's managing this thing or trying to at least from the outside and it's just not working. And it wasn't until that she came face to face with sacrificial love that she was changed from the inside out. And so I feel like there was this, you know, a a lot of deeper meaning with what's the next best thing to holiness you know the next best thing to holiness is faking holiness like what holiness looks like on the outside but if nothing's changing on the inside it's the inside of the cup right it's you know the the parable that jesus is telling about what good is is a dirty cup if it's dirty on the inside you can clean the outside but who wants to drink out of a moldy cup right and so elsa was changed from the inside through the sacrificial love and so i just i fell in love with frozen one frozen one frenzy Completely worth it. Frozen 2? Meh. 
Okay. A big fat meh. I, it I was, don't know why it, it has a, to be fat, but I feel like that's making fun of me for the eight and a half pounds I gained last week. But you know, whatever. Well, it's like, can we just let a good thing be a good thing? It's a completely unnecessary sequel. Let's just leave Frozen 1 alone. I want I'm emphatic. Ev- I want every one of my responses to you today to just be, just let it go. Just, just let it go. <laughs> and it's going to get old, but I think it's going to be one of those jokes that like, it was funny the first time. Mm-hmm. It's not been funny the last two or three and I, like in six more times, it's going to be funny. Again. You're going to pull it out two weeks from now and yeah. we're going to slap our knees and such. Slap your knees. You're so old. <laughs> okay. uh, we do have to talk. So I did not go into Frozen 1 with like the Catholic worldview hat on. Like I didn't go into Frozen 1. You don't look for deeper meanings in Disney movies? It, if you would let me finish. <laughs> No. It was six years ago. I didn't have a radio show. Why would I watch it with a theological lens if I couldn't talk about it? Because living life deeply matters, Taylor. No, you mentioned earlier, you're like, Frozen One's all about uh, holiness or holiness on the outside. I'm not good at either. You weren't holy six years ago? You weren't trying to be holy six years ago? Trying and being are two different things. Uh, Six years ago, I just watched Frozen as a movie. This year, I watched Frozen Half to love my children. The other half was so that I could talk about it right now on the radio show because I have to have content. Like, it, I have to do something. I was off last week. Like, what else was I going to do? Sit yeah. there and think about what I was going to say on the radio? No. I'm going to go watch Frozen 2 I'm going to go watch Frozen and, and have here, an Insta message. Here's what's sad about this. I, You know, we've already agreed that Frozen 1 was better. And I think that there were a lot of spiritual connections that you could make from Frozen 1. I went into Frozen 2, like, ready to take notes. Oh, yeah. So I can come back here. Expectant. You're looking at my notes. Yeah. They're right in front of you. Mm -hmm. That's all of them. Well, you want to know what's sad? What? I think I liked three things about the movie as well. And it's the same three things you've got. Okay. Here are the three things. Now, I have to say, there were only three, which is strange. Well, I frankly only had two. I only had two as well. I tweeted them out and then someone else tweeted back and said, here's a third one. Gave you another idea. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. The first one is just for my self-edification. Okay. <laughs> Olaf says to Anna, mm-hmm. you're older and therefore all-knowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And me, as a person who is a parent, as a person who works in youth ministry, I'm going to use this constantly. I thought you were about to compliment me. No, not at all. <laughs> um, that, that didn't cross my mind in the slightest. Well, I'm sitting here, you know, you know, expectant for a compliment. No, no, no. Compliment no. Is, me, Taylor. This is all for my use. <laughs> this is all for my use. So it's like I, anytime one of my kids... Like my actual children that I helped create or the kids at the youth group are being dumb. I'll just be like, I'm, I'm older and therefore all knowing. So stop doing it, whatever it is you're doing. Yes. All right. Fine. Get behind that. And, uh, and I fully expect to use it in your presence. If you can use it, I can too. I feel like you th- thought this was going somewhere else. Yeah. Well, w- one for the compliment. <laughs> I'm which I mean I'm hanging on I'm not letting it go I was about to say it (laughs) (laughs) what what what, why did that one stick out to you you said it stuck out to you too no I didn't no I didn't no not that one no your next one my next one Uh (laughs) maybe you could explain this to me the movie was six years apart Mm -hmm. did they get six years older I didn't pay very close attention I don't think they did because like for for whatever reason in the first movie, I thought they were like young children, like teenagers. Uh, and then all, like like, ch- yeah. like young teenagers, like 13. Okay. And then all of a sudden in this movie, 
Kristoff's uh, about to propose to Anna. I'm like, she's 12. Like, what's going oh, on? Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't think that. Well, you're older and they're wiser. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, at one point, they're like fighting and getting in a tiff, right? And we're like, he's trying to propose, and like, it's kind of part of the comedy. Is he wants to keep proposing? He keeps putting his foot in his mouth, or something else happens. Yeah. Or he tries to tell a compliment, mm-hmm. and it gets taken the wrong way. Boy, do I know how that man feels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the whole like cried wolf thing. Everybody expects me to just be sarcastic and do a barb. To be a jerk. And that's how I show my love. The people huh. close to me know this. Yeah, it's like and a then kindergartner. I, right. And then I actually compliment someone and they're like, wait, what did you I mean don't know by what that? to do with that. What, why are you complimenting? Because it's not nice. You told me to. <laughs> And now, now I'm in. I'm just gonna go back to. Your toes I don't know look why funny. I'm in trouble right now. <laughs> we just go back to to being mean. So they're like they they get split up. They kind of he's he's frustrated with her a little bit. She's kind of frustrated, focused on her own thing. They're kind of just like, but a lot of it's kind of natural. It's not like they had a huge fight. Just kind of like they naturally kind of parted ways for a little yeah. while. Well, she, she's a little busy. She is yeah. trying to like save the world, save <laughs> save things. Yeah. Um, but he is frustrated with her. Mm-hmm. But yet in her time of need. He comes and picks her up on a reindeer. Okay, now, if you haven't seen the movie, it sounds really dumb. But like, he comes and picks her up, and he says, I'm here. What do you need? Yeah. It's like, oh, like, yeah. that was the moment that I like. I, I pulled out my phone, and I was like, I had already had the silly note from the previous one. And this is the one I was like, I needed to hear this yeah. from a children's Disney movie. Okay, why did you like it? Well, that, that phrase in particular no, the popcorn you were eating. Yes, oh, this sure. Phrase. Well, I did. I didn't know if you meant a larger, like, general about the movie in general. Shush. Okay. So, uh, so I loved. I noticed too that I'm here. What do you need? Um, I I think we all need that message, not just you know necessarily males to females in relationships, but just as we sit along sadness, as we try to make sense of suffering. I feel like we all need that message that we do not need to come up with the, the, the perfect words or the perfect activity. We just need to be there. We just need to be present and then ask the question, what do you need? And then be really open to what the answer is because the answer might be nothing. The answer might be throw me on the back of this reindeer and fly like the wind, you know? <laughs> but I, I just, I love the open-ended question. I love the room for you tell me, how can I be of service to you? Yeah, and I, th- I think for me, it, it hit me because of the business that we talked about in the first segment. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been so busy that I have not been able to do this. I love being able to do this. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to. One, either because I don't have time, or my answer recently has changed from, I'm here, what do you need, to... I'm here. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I, I'm yeah. so like I just don't have the brain space or sure. the, the willpower to to handle all the stuff that I have to do. Plus the being nice to people. It's so, like being nice to people has just been flushed out the window. Flushed out the window. Great job, Taylor. <laughs> Good job. Flushed out the window. <laughs> we did know what you mean, though. Uh, well, sometimes you're sitting upstairs and you're not by a bathroom. You just have to let you it go. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> yep. Um, so I, I like that message and it was like, I, 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 it was a call for me to do that more. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this, this holiday season, this Advent season, this com- upcoming Christmas season where I am going to have some more time off Yeah, to be, to be able to start saying that. Yeah. Again. And mean it. Yeah. Right. Not yeah. just, yeah. Going through the motions of what love should look like. Uh, speaking of love, the last one. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's also in that same conversation yeah. 
where she's, uh, I forget the whole context of what she was saying, but it was mm-hmm. like kind of them making up after all this. Yeah, she was apologizing for being absent and for taking off without him. And and then he says this. He says, my love is not fragile. Mm. And I, my first thought was, oh, that's sweet. And then my second thought was another Disney movie, Fragile, and it ruined the whole thing. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> no, but I, th- I do, I think this is really important um, as we try to navigate our relationships and and it can, doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship, but even friendships where I feel like a lot of times our hurt feelings are always giving us permission to walk away. And there's something about committing to, because really what we're asked to do is lay down our lives for our friends. That's what we're asked to do. And I find that my, it's like my goal in life is to take on every evil except my own. I never even come close to considering dying you know, to myself. And so the idea that my love is not fragile is a way to say I'm committed to this and I'm hanging in there. And I just think it's a really beautiful thing, particularly in marriage or a romantic relationship, but also in friendship. I think it, I think there's a lot of room for that. Well, good. I'm glad to be your friend. You're a good friend, Taylor. You really are. Uh... It's true. It's really true. I know, you know, it's a shtick, you guys. You should know. <laughs> you talk funny, old lady. All right, that's all we have time Is shtick a word old ladies today. say? Um, sure. <laughs> it's okay. Let it go. All right. Uh, I'm tired of this segment. I'm sure you are, too. I'll be back next week. Say it! All right, it's our last one, Allison. You don't have to be stressed out anymore. No, I'm sweating. Literal sweat in my literal armpit. Well, I've I've got nothing to help you out there, but uh, are your feet sweating? No. What? Ah, no. Well, (laughs) actually, I just checked. Yes. They are? Yes. Are you lying now? Because you said that they were. No, no. Come here. No, thank you. (laughs) Uh, I don't want to. I never want to touch your feet or socks, but I I can buy you some new ones. I'll touch those before I give them to you. ForteCatholic.com slash socks. I can get you some sock religious socks. Featuring Jesus. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Maybe when you said you weren't good at these commercials, you were right. I should have listened to you. Some Uh, totally holy footwear. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to go punch myself into that wall over there. That didn't make any sense. Uh, But... Great Saints, the Jesus, who's my favorite Jewish Catholic. You can get all these socks to make yourself look good and feel holy. You can be reminded to pray whenever you look at your sweaty toes (laughs) with the stray hairs on them. ForteCatholic.com slash socks.